This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bad Moms in Business, the podcast. And today we're hitting another controversial topic. Can you spoil a child or children too much? Dun, dun, dun. Um, just for the record, my answer is yes. <laughs> just to get that out there, just to clear the air. <laughs> That's a firm no for me. <laughs> I figured we were going to be opposite on that. I I mean, Bridget, you might as well weigh in too. You know for a fact that my answer is yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So two thirds are saying yes, you can. And one third of this group says no, you can't. Okay. Let me ask it in a different way. Okay. Okay. Spoil a child with love. Oh, no. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. So look at us agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a thing. (laughs) And I will say that there's, there's varying levels of spoiledness, right? I think, um, what I'm speaking about is, uh, materialism, money, Mm -hmm. uh, things of that nature, Mm -hmm. affection, love experiences, stuff like that. Nope. Don't, don't believe in that. I can get behind that. To each their own. Also, every parent is going to parent differently and every child's going to be different. So, you know, take everything that we say with a grain of salt, basically, because you know your child and your family and your situation better than anybody. So absolutely. We're not experts here. Again, I feel like we say that like at least once an episode. Well, because <laughs> we're we not really like here. to like hammer our opinions and then go, but we don't know what we're talking about. I mean, we know what we're talking about for our families and yeah. stuff. But, but even yeah. then, do we, <laughs> well, we, we try really hard. Yeah. You know what's um, going to happen in 20 years, every single one of our children are going to go, you know, I remember when mom did this podcast and this is what she said, and I'm destroyed because of this. Yes, <laughs> yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, so I have read a pretty good book about this when we brought up this subject, this has been on my TBR list for a while, but it's the opposite of spoiled. And so I, of course, read it and made some notes and stuff, Um, but I'm definitely curious what you guys think. Um, So one of the things that they talked about, which is, so it says raising kids who are grounded, generous, and smart about money. So this is basically like money centric, Um, but they talked, they said to talk about your kids early and often about money, like just being real and honest with them about how much things cost, um, you know, if they're asking the tough questions of, are we rich? Are we poor? Like just being honest with them about those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jace loves to ask like how mm. much stuff costs and he loves to ask. We uh, went appliance shopping. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, <laughs> you can see Jace in the background, giving a hearty thumbs up. Yep. Um, two thumbs up from two Jace. Thumbs up from J- I asked her, I asked for $20. But- Come closer so they can hear you. He- he'll give you his take on this. All right. Oh. Let's, let's hear it. I asked my mom and my dad for $20 um, um, a few like weeks ago. And um, he's a little. And, um, and they asked me what I wanted for. And, um, and I said, you do your thing, I do mine. He said, you do your thing, I do mine. 
So he didn't get twenty dollars. I, I okay. I feel that. like we need a we need a definitive like what that twenty dollars was going for. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he saw it at Walmart. <laughs> what? What is it? Why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, he wants a fish. Which fine. Yeah. But the first thing he wanted. Was, that's enough. The first thing he wanted was a phone that he saw at Walmart. Like there must be a track phone or something at Walmart. That's like 20 bucks. Um, and we are firmly waiting until eighth grade before these boys get phones. Ooh. So um, no, that's something but, we've never discussed before is like phones and when well, to get them and stuff. I, yeah, ne- I wouldn't even know. Jace, do you think you're spoiled? Um, um, at, so her friend has a garage sale and there's a lamp for $10. Aaron spends $47. No, the total is $47. Oh, Aaron spends $37. But I only spent 10 That's not true. Oh. <laughs> Jace is spilling the tea today. He like, is. We, let's just rename this episode. Jace spills the tea. Yeah, don't ask Jace a question you don't want the answer to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you. I also think there's, so like, for example, I never wanted for anything growing up, but I was always so grateful for stuff. Um, So I think there's a difference between like giving your child, even if they're like over the top luxurious things, but then still kind of grounding them and making sure that they're humble and generous and appreciative of those things. Yeah. You know? Yep. I agree. I mean, my, my kids are definitely spoiled and it, and I think it does stem from, again, I didn't want for anything or mm-hmm. need for anything, I guess, but there was always stuff that I wanted or coveted because my friends had it that my family just couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I live vicariously through them now. And so I feel that, you know, so they do get within reason, anything that they could ever want or ask for, not necessarily at the drop of a hat. It might come at Christmas or it might come at a birthday, but rarely do they ask for something that they don't get unless it's a cell phone Um, or something insane. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also very big about talking to them about not everyone gets these things. Not everyone gets everything they ask for. Um, We do a couple different fundraisers fundraisers or uh, charity events, I guess, for lack of a better term, at our church um, a year. So they're always there helping with the toy giveaway for Christmas. And they're there helping with the backpack giveaway for the beginning of school. And I saw that. That was really awesome. Yeah. Um, So I do make sure to involve them in those types of things, too, so that they know that they are incredibly lucky and that not everybody Mm -hmm. is so lucky. That's something that we've been thinking about so much for like the last probably year and a half. Um, we're just in a very tough stage with a six month old and all of that. But um, something, a really good idea that this book had, um, I forget what they called it. Let me look at my notes and see if I, oh yeah, they called it giving bags, um, which is they said, have things in your car at the ready with like water, non-perishable food, you know, smaller things that can just be handed over. Like if you see like 
a homeless person or somebody like on the side of the street who's asking for money. It's just something quick that either you or your kids can hand over to them um, and kind of involve your kids in making those, preparing those, handing those out when the times arise to help keep them being reminded of, hey, this isn't something that everybody has. I, I'm gonna just say something to follow up with that because I mm-hmm. wholeheartedly believe that is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But I beg people, do not make it a photo opportunity. Yeah. Oh, like, <sighs> stop it, people. Stop I know. It. Absolutely not. Like, don't if take you- a picture of your kid handing it to the person. Yeah, I people, people post so much dignity. stuff. People post so much stuff on social media, especially with the rise of TikTok. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of those TikToks where they're like, first person to give me $10, I'll give them a thousand or something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I have heard so many rumors, and I don't know how true this is, and I'm sure it's different for every person that's on TikTok doing these kind of things. But I've heard so many rumors that that is completely fake mm-hmm. and that they take the money back after. That's- so these people are doing it just for the views, just for the clout, just for the the TikTok fame. And it's we've talked before about how fake social media is like the real stuff, like the real um, meaningful moments really need to be left off of social media. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, don't go on a mission trip and then post pictures of these kids that you're helping. Like, stop doing it for clout. Like, yep. take mm-hmm. the pictures for memories so your heart Absolutely. can always be anchored in that moment and stayed humbled. That didn't make sense, but you know what my sentiment is when mm-hmm. I'm saying that. It just, I, we are so out of whack with that. And I just feel like when I see it, I just want to throw up because I just hate it. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, what just to kind of pivot a little bit, what do you guys think about allowances? Nope. No, no, way. Allowance. no, Ooh, that was a big no. <laughs> Amanda, what do you think? Well, if Owen did anything, I'd give him money. <laughs> but That's fair. He That's does fair. not do chores. And although if he wants to unload a dishwasher, I'm going to give him some money. Like I will reward work. I really mm-hmm. will. Um, and Bridget's like, you're nuts. And maybe I am. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you're nuts. Uh, um, well, I think you're nuts that he doesn't have any chores, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> it's, it's totally true. And you know, this is, I guess if I had a different child, they maybe would have to have chores, but Owen, like he keeps a very clean room. So there, his bathroom stays very clean. So there's some things that maybe other kids would have to do as chores because they weren't doing normal things that should be done. So like when he just is normally a clean person, I just feel like there's not a whole lot that he needs to do. So a couple of months ago, we started doing allowance for Watson, which I know sounds insane because he's free, but we had decided early on, probably when he was still a baby, maybe even when I was pregnant, that we were going to do probably around two or three, that we were going to give him a dollar for how old he was. So he gets $3 a week. And we have it pivoting on the three things that he can do right now, which is dress himself, um, make his bed and pick up his toys at the end of the night. Um, This book has a different approach about it. Um, One thing I did want to say about the about the um, allowance is we have it set up into three different like piggy banks for him. One that he can spend, which I mean, what is he spending it on? I don't know. One for savings. And then one for what we're calling taxes. 
Um, but basically it's just trying to teach him that money has to get put in separate bins and then we'll Mm -hmm. kind of figure out what to do with that money later. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we had it pivoting on these three chores, but this book was talking about, and we haven't quite decided we need another discussion about it is chores should be done regardless. Chores just help keep, uh, Uh, a household functioning, just like adults, like I don't get paid for washing the dishes kind of thing. And that allowance should, should be a given no matter what. Um, And I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the chores need to be done. I'm just not sure how I feel about the allowance needs to happen regardless of (laughs) doing anything. I'm like, oh, the allowance can happen, but chores are negotiable. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you guys, that's so funny. So (laughs) let's just break this down for a second. So Amanda is money, no matter what chores are nothing. Bridget's like chores, no matter what and allowances, nothing. And I'm like still somewhere in the middle, (laughs) (laughs) which is typically our conversation. And you know, I have to say where I think this stems from growing up, I had zero chores to do zero. I did not have to do a thing. I actually cleaned my room and made my bed every day just because that's something I've always enjoyed doing and still do the bed thing to this day. Oh, and so, I like, look, I'm a very functional. You are. Mm-hmm. You so like, I'm, a, I'm okay with no chores. I think there's, <laughs> I really think that the only thing that I really wanted to do the chore thing for was, is teaching him that the different things that the, that it takes for the household to, to function. And you can't just leave your toys everywhere because they're going to get broken. You're going to get them stepped on and then I'm going to have to throw them away. Like that kind of thing. Um, making the bed, I mean, is just kind of a cop out because I can't really think of many things for a three-year-old <laughs> to do because I don't make my bed every day. I can't expect my three-year-old to make his bed every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just, I don't know. We're, we're working through it. Well, I, for me, um, you don't get an allowance because you have a roof over your head and you have Mm -hmm. like food to eat. And again, you get whatever you want. So I may, I may be sitting here and telling you, I'm not handing them money for unloading the dishwasher. That's just called being a member of the family. Yep. But later if we go to target and Jay says, Oh, I want to see if that new book's out. You better believe I'm going to buy him the book. They're rewarded. Okay. They're compensated in different ways yes. other than the cash. Okay. Yeah. So I have another question then. Do you make them wait, not for a book or anything like that, but like, say they want a new tablet or oh, some yeah. new video game or something like, are they being forced to wait or are you just sort of getting it? No, they definitely wait for those bigger ticket items. Um, Jace just told you he wants a fish. He's yeah. been asking for a fish and a fish tank for about a month now. Hmm. Okay. But see, that's, I like that. His birthday is in December. So I'm sure mm-hmm. just, that'll be his birthday. Friday. But see, I even do, I have to do that for myself. Like if I want something, I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. you want this right now, but in a week from now, are you going to want it? Right. You know, like, so I even do that to myself, add to cart. And then I just like, don't look at it. <laughs> I can stand to take a lesson from myself and from you because yeah, I instant gratification, this? man. Yeah, me too. Can we get this video game? Mm, no, just, you know, no. Yep. But if I wanted it, yep. I'd have it. 
Yeah. But you're also the one making the money and you're aware fair. if there's a budget for it or for sure. not, right? Fair. So I yeah. think that's fair. I think sleeping on any large purchase or even small purchase yeah, sometimes is great because even if it's small and inexpensive, it still can create clutter. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about jobs? I. Oh, Amanda. I, oh, I Amanda. Know. Amanda's getting ready. Oh, she's stressed. I had my first job. I want to say I was 12 and I babysat. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Um, That's fair. I did that too. But my first real job was at Apple Charlie's. And, oh, fun. and I was 15, 16. I don't know. I, I must have ran into you there then. <laughs> I must have been younger than that. I must have been. I may have been 14. Interesting. Is that like legal? I don't know, but I was definitely on the payroll and like got a paper check. It okay, wasn't. So then like it had to, payroll. it had yeah. to be. Um, but yeah, I worked at Apple Charlie's for two or three seasons and yeah. I have had a job ever since. I have never had a lull in employment since I was 14 years old. Um, okay. And I think that it taught me the value of a dollar, the value of hard work that when mm-hmm. you earn money and spend it real quick, you don't, it doesn't replenish itself. You know, you have to yep. work for it. So I am, I wholeheartedly believe in jobs. I agree uh, to a certain extent. I um, did various um, babysitting jobs and stuff like that. I babysat my cousin and stuff over the summer when I was younger. Um, but then at 16, I got a job. And uh, I worked at Rave for anybody who knows. Oh, girl, <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Oh, God, I loved it, too. Um, they took advantage of my generosity a little bit. And by the time I was 17, I was working like 40 hours a week. My grades started to slip. And my mom was like, oh, no, we're yeah. done. Yeah, that's. So I did my senior year. I had to quit um, towards the tail end of my senior year. And then I didn't get a job again until I was. 18. So I was probably unemployed for like six months. Um, but yeah, ever since then, I've always had at least one job, usually more than one job because I just enjoy working. That's just the type of person that I am. (laughs) Um, but I think it's important to have your own money and to make mistakes. Like, Oh, I shouldn't have bought that. That was dumb. Now all my money's gone. And now my friends want to go out to the movies and I have to go bag into mom. And she's like, where's all your money? And I'm like, Oh, you know, that dumb purse. I bought it. (laughs) It was always a purse. It was always a purse. Always. I don't know if much has changed there, but (laughs) I haven't learned too much. I also think there's a difference between the way that you were raised versus the way that your parents were raised. Mm. So my mom was raised very poor. So my mom grew up having this, having the almighty dollar up here on this pedestal. And so she instilled a lot of like great, uh, you know, money saving tactics and stuff. But my mom Mm -hmm. is a very frugal person. She does not like to spend money. She does not like when money is lost for any specific reason. Like my mom is the type, hi mom. She does not like if, if she gives me a, a coupon and I don't use it, she's like, why didn't you use that? I'm like, I don't know. Cause I left it at home. She's like, I can't believe that was $5. Like, like it's $5, like let's calm down. So I think that because she was raised, uh, really, really frugally and poor, then that sort of transpired into her, like thinking money is the, the almighty. And I don't, I 
I mean, money is just money. And as long as you're working, you'll replenish it. And it is what it is. Mm. Like if I lose money, uh, it is what it is. Like I've lost money out of my back pocket and stuff. And I'm just like, eh, should have done that, I guess. I'm 100% the person where like, if something gets broken, I'm like, we can just buy a new one. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Chris is like, ah, drives me crazy. Amanda, you are Chris. <laughs> no, I think we have the rest of our lives to make money. Right. And so I've always felt very strongly on that. And I think it's more important to have moments um, Mm -hmm. than money because and I'm just like, that's just my lifestyle. I'll probably for I'll probably die that way. I'll probably die poor financially. Actually, I'll be Owen will be very rich when we die. (laughs) I at least am smart enough to have life insurance policies. That is my legacy for my baby. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But going to jobs. So. All right. You guys might think I don't want Owen to have a job because I spoil the baby, all the Mm. things, because he's totally 15 and a half and there are opportunities that could be out there for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I have to say, I appreciate because I like Bridget had a job since I was like nine. I was babysitting. Then I started cleaning houses. And then I like, I worked Amanda with her entrepreneurial uh, yes. brain. We, we know this, we figured I, it. I was hustling candy on the playground in kindergarten. I mean, there were no missed opportunities, none. I have no it's, doubts. It was about the game of it, not necessarily the making money. So I like, I am a hard worker just by instinct. And mm-hmm. I loved having my own money. Um, part of it was by necessity to have the extras that I wanted and needed to make money. Yeah. And I love taking that burden off of my family, but I just loved it. I feel like employers were different back then than what they are now. I think I personally can't really see a whole lot of places I feel comfortable Owen working in at this time, not just from the leadership standpoint, but the people who are working there as well. And that's not digging at anyone. No, I mean, it's the, the atmosphere of jobs right now in many cases, and I hate using the word toxic, but I feel like that's a, a strong enough word at this point, very toxic environment. And I am all about, okay, you work for the job that you love. You don't live for the job that you work. And so I would rather Owen have different habits and live within his means doing something that he loves. And mm-hmm. I always say the path you choose has consequences. Uh, oh. Everything would, right? Yeah. Right. And so if he was saying, mom, I want to work at Taco Bell so bad, you better believe I'm driving him to Taco Bell and getting him. And to Amanda's like, yeah, yes. you are. <laughs> I know. It so happens that was the first place that jumped into my head. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I, but that's not what's happening. And it's not because he's not a good worker because he is. It's sure. just, there's not been the opportunity like there was when I was younger to work in safe environments. I just think the world is just different right now. And, and I'm holding him a little closer why I can. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't disagree with that, but also Same. I think we can't fully protect them from everything that's toxic because how do they learn how to deal with those things. If he's, if he goes out at 18, 19, 20 and gets his first job as an adult and it's a toxic environment, he's not going to know how to deal with it because he didn't how, have how you deal with toxic is you don't, you say, screw this. I'm not dealing with your drama, your toxicity. It's not okay. And you're gone. I yeah. will, I will die on that, that sword. I really will. I think too many people are stuck in this roundabout 
you know, employment that they hate. They're not treated fairly. They're everywhere is understaffed. So they're overworked. How miserable. It's not fair. It's not fair to them. And, and I will say this, I saw this and I don't know if I shared this with you guys already. I might've said it like three weeks in a row. I apologize. I'm getting old and losing my brain. So it was this wonderful thing on Facebook I saw. And it was basically how, like, if we're going to a restaurant, our, our experience just has plummeted, right? Like we're paying the same amount of money. Most of the time, often there's been increases, right? But we're not getting increased value. We're actually getting lower value. And Mm -hmm. so it was this really great article written. It was basically like, you're not understaffed. You're underbooked. It is unfair for a company to continue to report all of these excellent numbers while their staff is falling by the wayside because they can't keep up with what they want to keep producing. So I think it really needs to adjust that. Yes, if you go to a restaurant and you only have so many people, then you are overbooked if the restaurant is full. Mm. it's not fair to the cooks. It's not fair to the wait staff. And so I think if this is what people are having to deal with, it's so unfair. And I know that some people just have to deal with it because they have bills to pay. And I can appreciate that. But this moment in time, Owen doesn't have bills to pay. And I'm not going to allow him to get treated Mm -hmm. or work in an environment because I don't want that to be the standard because that if we allow that to be the standard, that's how everyone's going to continue to be treated. Yeah. I agree. I'm my soapbox. I, I also think that like my mom always said, if you don't want to get a job in high school, you don't have to get a job in high school. And it was because school was my job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. So I think that, you know, jobs could could really mean anything for your kid, as long as they're a hard worker and that they're kind of grounded and learning how to save money, how to spend it and kind of making those mistakes and those those decisions on their own. Mm hmm to each their own. Yeah, I agree. And I also, I always want to throw this out there. I'm speaking as a mom of one. It's different Mm -hmm. than a mom of many, Mm -hmm. you know, rules are different. Yep. Absolutely. Especially with older kids and stuff like that too, because then there's like a, a tier system of like, um, you know, looking after the younger kids and Mm -hmm. stuff like that too. And no two kids are the same too. So one could blow money and one could save money. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But we could talk about this all day long. And I don't think anyone else wants to hear us talk another minute about Amanda's angry feeling about toxic workplaces. Yeah. So (laughs) someone else wrap up the wrap up this episode, friends. (laughs) Well, I have to go get my kids off to their jobs. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) All right. Next week's episode will be much more fun, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what throws in our mind. All right, everyone. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.